Hi, hello and welcome my dear friends in Christ Town for another new episode of Faith As It Is with Ruth, Athena and Philips. And uh, I am here today and I know it's been a while and uh, it's, been, <laughs> it's been really great. And Athena and Philips have been so gracious. They've been doing all the episodes by themselves and God has been so good throughout this time to help us and be with us. And thank you all for being with us and listening and today is the first time we're having a video episode with a guest and uh, so this is gonna <laughs> this is one of our firsts so um, please stick around and uh, we have a really really special guest Rose Mary here hi Rose hi Rose thank you so much for having me I am super excited and a little nervous but yeah we are so, so happy much. to have you and so we get to know about Rose. We'll just begin with a prayer. Rose, can you lead us in prayer? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. Father Lord, we thank you for this beautiful life, this beautiful day, for bringing us together to have this beautiful conversation. Lord, may every word we speak be for your glory. I give to you the entire team behind Faith Athletes. Bless each and every one of us, each and every one of them who are working hard behind this podcast. I also give to you, um, all those who are going to listen to everything that we say, may every single word we speak be for your glory and nothing for ours. Um, let's offer, let's surrender everything, all that we are, all that we have into the hands of the Almighty Father and, and we pray our Father who art in heaven, thy kingdom come, thou will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Thank you so much, Ruth. Beautiful prayer. And um, so, can you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about um, yourself. Yeah. So, my name is Rosemary Benny. I am 20 years old. I'm currently doing my third year BSc in Chemistry, Botany and Biotechnology at St. Joseph's Bangalore. And um, I am settled in Kerala. I've moved to Bangalore for my studies. I'm currently in Kerala. I live with my parents and two younger sisters. And okay, uh, I'm a member of Jesus with Bangalore and um, I am part of the Bangalore campus team and also the core team in our college. And uh, I'm an artist. I'm not a professional um, high level expert artist or something but I love to draw and uh, I also love to speak I love to talk a lot and I guess that would be some things about me so, yeah that's great Rose that's very nice we to introduce yourself <laughs> so um tell, tell us like how did you encounter Jesus in your life what changed what happened yeah those moments of sudden grace so what was it for you um, okay, so I was a cradle Catholic, but when I say I'm a cradle Catholic, I wasn't, you know, I was born um, in Kerala, but I was brought up in Oman. So much of my life, I was away from the church. The nearest church was 200 kilometers away. So I never used to be even the Sunday going Catholic. We had like two masses inside a house twice uh, a month. That was it. All we had was two masses. A month we had weekly catechisms everyday rosary and things like that and all i knew was there was a god who loved me i never questioned that for some reason 
but apart from that there was nothing else you know no personal relationship he's there um, and if i have any prayers i tell him that's it and i came to india when i was in my class 9 and here also i was a very active member in my parish and things like that and i thought you know i was pretty active but even then there was no personal connection with god and uh sometimes the you know i'm doing so much and when i don't see him act in my life it used to annoy me because there were so many people who were sharing about their personal life the personal connection with god and i couldn't relate to that and i think at a point that really got annoying and when i joined college uh, i joined jcu and i walked into a chapel into the chapel with you know a group of people sitting and talking and there was so much joy in those people that i couldn't understand that i've not really experienced before and i think that is what brought me to jesus youth and that's when my life started changing like completely it started going in a completely different direction from where uh, i was till that point so yeah it was coming to jesus youth that would give me all my um, you know encounters and everything with god and build my personal relationship with him that's where it began jesus god so it started out with jesus youth <laughs> so um what happened with jesus youth i mean you met these people so you uh, began spending time in ministry and what changed what happened during that time it is again you know again i'm seeing all these people i'm experiencing all this joy but the main thing was i was not again having my personal connection with god uh, i was seeing miracles happen all around me i was seeing people you know connect with god all around me and again i was very irritated because god i'm doing so much for you and i am not able to like personally um, experience you why is that i mean um but then you know i was lazy to do my personal prayers every day and everything i was not that much um, active when it came to my personal life as much as it was when it came to ministry and you know lockdown came and everything just went down all that was there till that that also was not there i wanted to even leave jay i was very frustrated i couldn't connect with god i couldn't connect with uh, you know i did not even want to connect with the people around me because it was such a frustrating time and but then you know i had a lot of questions about the church and things like that and all those started bubbling inside me and i was not having conversations it got became really hard but then i had a lot of seniors who were there for me so i think one of the biggest thing about being a part of a community like jesus youth is that the fellowship is really strong when you're going down there are people who won't let you go down and i think that is the best part of being a part of such a community like this and you know all these questions that were bubbling inside me i started asking these questions and they started giving me answers and that kind of put me into a lot of thought now even when it came uh, comes to the whole pro life thing i i i was on the fence okay there were instances where i thought abortion should be allowed and you know it's not always easy for a woman to decide not to abort her child so it should be left to her choice i did believe that 
but that was because i did not know anything about abortion or anything about despite being a bio student i did not know anything about the development of uh, human you know during the life and during the time in the womb and i did not know anything about the dignity of life and my seniors they started talking to me about all these things and slowly i started understanding my faith better the church better i started understanding god better and i started educating myself on a lot of pro life issues and you know all the different on abortion and on the development of the human baby i was not very much focused on the christian theological part of it i went after the science and all the procedures and things like that and i started learning a lot and even now even like spiritually i wasn't very strong my relationship with god is you know on a thread it was at one point like this that i was watching uh, a tfp student action video on um youtube and i saw these pro life activists they were all peacefully protesting and the pro choice is coming and attacking them like for no reason at all i mean they were just peacefully standing there and uh, protesting and these people came and they just attacked them and i paused that video at like that point and i remember that was the first time i just knelt down to say a rosary with such a disturbed mind and after reciting that rosary there was so much peace and that was something i never experienced before and i would say a lot of things started changing from that point that would be like my first encounter to pick one in specific but now i think every day is an encounter with god <laughs> we really need you know friends of faith to pull us back when we're down and as you said you know faith and reason go hand in hand so much we need to know and understand what we're against and what we believe in even and uh, so i've noticed your amazing amazing art page and so as you are unapologetically pro life how did you think of you know combining the two and use your talent for the lord how did that happen okay so i started using um, art to as a form of prayer i think when the pandemic began i wasn't that good um, as an artist uh, like i liked drawing that was it and i never used it for i never thought of using it for god in any way so there was this particular instance where everyone are you know during those first few months of lockdown i think all of us were in that one state of losing our mind and even i was like that i couldn't pray and anything there was nothing it was just so irritating it was at that point i was like okay fine let's start drawing and i started scribbling on my walls and things like that so my mother she came to me and she was like fine you've destroyed all your walls so why don't you just paint something useful like a bible verse or something like that and i was like okay fine and um, you know that was my first prayer i would say as a piece of art i painted a bible verse on my wall and i offered that as a prayer but then again you know i was like okay fine i'll start drawing religious images and things like that and things that reflect my faith my catholic faith and call that a prayer so that wasn't at first okay it was all going fine and whenever i was spiritually low if i drew i mean you know i could offer up drawings as a 
stress but after a while that kind of stopped working because i think i took it for granted i'm like okay if i can't pray i'll draw but then i stopped drawing with that mentality of uh, glorifying god i was like okay fine i'll try drawing something if it becomes a prayer well and good but then at that point it really got frustrating and everything and i didn't know how to surrender my art toward i just had no idea and i guess that was also very frustrating with my instagram page getting on my head uh, you know the app demanding consistency and everything and it was just driving me crazy and i used to have like breakdowns because i couldn't come up with content for my page it was very irritating but it was somewhere at that time that uh, this particular malayalam movie called saras was released and watching that movie made me so angry you have no idea how angry i was at the end of the movie because it's a very pro choice movie right and um, it was at that point i was like you know what i am pro life i am you know unapologetically pro life i want to do things for babies and born babies but um, i did not know what to do and then i remembered okay fine i can draw then i should i thought okay maybe i should use this as you know a means to speak out and at first i was like okay i should draw something and the number two thought was i'm very bad with drawing things creatively out of my head because i can copy and draw something but you know creative wise creativity wise i'm you know i had no idea so i just decided okay i randomly took google and checked up what all days we have that you know for abortion and things like that so i saw that september 28th was international day of safe abortion and i was like okay we have two months for it and two months to draw something and put it up and i thought okay maybe why not let's let me draw you know a fetus and maybe that's it but uh what i did first is i know that a lot of prayer was needed for this because i realized it's a public place and talking out about something like uh against something like abortion on a public platform is going to be scary so what i did i knew i did not have the guts for it so what i did first is that i know i will fall in my prayer life i know that there are days i don't pray i assigned a lot of people to pray for me because all i told is i want to do something pro life i want to do something as an, as an artist something that is pro life so i just gave a lot of people the task of praying for me because i believe that when you need it most the grace of the prayers of people praying for you will find you and slowly i was when even i was praying i started getting a lot of inspirations that way and i decided to come up with you know a proper journal a scrap journal kind of thing for uh, this particular post and there were days when i was not praying and trying to sit and draw and you know all these paper bits and staring them up and throwing them away and then just i don't know what to do and i just sit there close my eyes and i know in those at those times it's this grace of people praying for me that finds me that comes in you know um that grace is what gave me ideas i believe the holy spirit works through those people 
and just very frustrated i'm sitting an idea will come up to my mind and i was like okay now this is interesting and this is something i should do and it works it works and uh day of uh, like everything was ready and everything like i looked up the caption was uh you know about the procedure of abortion and everything and i looked up pictures of abortion i found the certificates by the photographers and everything all kind of details if anyone questions me i was ready to you know face it from all directions authentic i had made sure that the pictures were authentic i i it just everything was just so ready and the day came i had i thought okay at 10 o'clock i am posting this picture um the set of pictures this art and uh, you know everything every plan was all sorted i was a little nervous but i prayed and we were ready to post to the picture now what happens is i i tried to post and instagram wouldn't do it now i was very nervous and this post would not be posted no matter what i do community so guidelines is it is it the community uh, guidelines on instagram i think it should be the community guidelines because <laughs> at first okay you know i was trying to occasionally a few times before i think this has happened to me and what i when instagram does that it makes me so angry so annoyed and i quit the process there and try another time and you know because it is really annoying but the best part of this was like i tried posting one time it didn't happen but i was not getting angry i was not getting irritated i i had i knew okay i wanted to do this and instagram is not going to let me do it but i had like you know this two months of effort i am not letting it go down the drain like you can do whatever but i will post this picture and i tried once it didn't happen i tried twice it didn't happen thrice four times it didn't happen another friend he tried posting from his uh, you know his phone five six attempts not happening seven eight nine not happening well wow. so finally i decided to you know make some tweaks in the post the caption and everything i just changed it actually i removed the whole caption and wow. made them screenshots and uh, added it with the post and uh, the 10th 11th attempt i was finally able to post it so i started i wanted to post it at 9 o'clock it was 12 pm at this point and i was really tired i was really tired and the problem with instagram is that when you do multiple attempts it reduces your reach so okay. instagram here knows that i have tried so hard and um, uh, yeah i've been spending a long time here so there was a post first and a reel following so usually for every reel i post i do get a few thousand views by the first two hours here first hour has passed my views were less than 100 okay so i knew that if it was any any other situation i would have been really disappointed but at that point i was able to trust in god's plan I'm like okay i worked two months for it maybe this is the longest i've worked on any piece of art this is if this is his plan that it doesn't have a lot of reach then so be it and i uh, i remember i just said that i closed my instagram and everything and uh, 
I went outside for lunch with a particular friend, and this particular friend was late, and I was just waiting for him, and uh, I was checking my phone, and nothing. That reel is not moving; it was stuck there. And I was just sitting there waiting half an hour, forty minutes. I was not checking also because not, no, nothing was happening. And after a while, I just opened my WhatsApp. and i saw so many messages from so many people i don't even know i i was at first i was a little shocked and was like what is happening but then a few of my uh, friends few of the members of teachers youth had taken it up to share this particular uh, reel and the post to a few of my uh, to few of the groups they were part of and it was going around it started going around by this point my friend came and i knew something was going on in my social media but i couldn't check so i was just waiting a few hours later when i took my phone my account was blowing up my uh whatsapp was full of dms a lot of people they had like you know downloaded the videos and the pictures separately or asked me for the videos and pictures separately and they were sharing it around that way also it was like you know to add my logo to the post was one thing that the holy spirit so much inspired me to right before posting the picture because i have never added my logo to any of my pictures but at this one i was like okay it was something was telling me okay at least one person will be using it outside you know not just as an instagram thing so add your logo at first i was like no it's too much work and but then this kept pushing me so i did add um, my logo to my post and a lot of people started contacting me after that and and i thought you know my account was full of dms were fed for my uh, a lot of people were sharing it and i was just so surprised because i wasn't expecting any of this and all i could say was god thank you for just whatever that just happened and the next day even people from uh, the abu dhabi pro life ministry they started contacting me i was like okay where is this at this particular point i have no idea uh, you know the video and the photos were circulating you know outside instagram and god took care of that particular post in a lot of ways and it reached a lot of people and that was like a mind blowing experience for me and i think uh, you know the guidance of the holy spirit was very 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 much visible in that particular experience i would say and i think that was when i learned how to surrender this particular skill or talent that he has given to completely to him and use it for his glory That's beautiful. Wow, <laughs> really. You know, they say the devil works hard, but God works harder. <laughs> the devil works so hard. I mean, yeah. It's definitely reached a lot of people, and I remember I have received it in one of my groups as well. And that's when I was like, oh wow, <laughs> we should get her on faith as it is. <laughs> so, uh, and so now you know, I understand this is. this must have reached so many people but what about did you face any sort of backlash i mean that comes with the job right so what happened how do you deal with it yeah 
I was prepared for backlash. Like I said, I had full preparations like, with all questions I was and all these affidavits and certificates and all kind of uh, everything about the pictures, authenticity. I was ready to prove everything. But by the grace of God, I wasn't the one who faced the backlash. It was the people who were sharing my post who were <laughs> facing all that backlash, I would say. That was <laughs> something that happened. I did not personally receive any attacks, except on my story. I remember I had put up a small um, questionnaire on my story asking if you're pro-life, pro-choice, and a few questions like that. And a lot of pro-choices had come there just to you know, assert their pro-choice stance and go away. But then, yeah, I think one thing um, I put up on my, as one of my captions to the reel or the post, I don't remember, is that the abortion industry is the only industry or abortion is the only medical procedure that does not describe what it does. And uh, I realized that pro-choicers don't uh, talk about um, abortion, you know, they just say it's a right, it's just some five minutes um, procedure that eliminates some clump of cells or whatever. And that's it. No one really talks about this. And I think no one was ready to challenge that particular view because to challenge that particular view, you will have to talk about abortion. And talking about abortion, the procedure is pretty scary because um, yes, yes. you know the more you learn about abortion the more horrified you are so. that is true and that's why we really need to spread awareness of it right yes <laughs> and i'm like um, okay fine you are taking the pro-choice position but at least do you know what it is do you know what you're advocating for right. really <laughs> and so have you i mean have you been in ministry so have you actually um you know have you actually experienced someone who had to make a decision to abort and how would you approach them this is something that you need to know if arguments come you know i think some of us are capable of handling and refuting but when it's a real life situation it's really difficult right and it's a friend or a loved one how would you handle that uh, like you said when arguments come it is very easy to not very easy, but then you can refute them if you have covered all the, you know, read a couple of pro-life books and educated yourself a little bit about abortion and the development of the fetus. You can refute those arguments and have discussions. But when it comes to someone who is going through this particular decision, I think it becomes a lot harder than... I haven't personally experienced such a situation, but recently I've been listening to a lot of friends share their experience. And it is really heartbreaking to see that, you know, you are there with a person who wants to have an abortion. And at this point, I think compassion is what you need to be giving them the most. Because in most of the cases where people um, uh, decide to go for an abortion, the number one problem is that, um, you know, there is always something that is compelling them and that situation is not easy for them. It might be financial, it might be a crisis pregnancy where she has no one to look after her or the baby or, or you know, unplanned pregnancies. Everything is hard to have a pregnancy, to have a child. It's not easy. So I think number one thing is compassion and trying to be there for that person. 
convincing them that no matter what they do this is a human life and that person is already a mother it's not going to be a mother the person is already a mother and another important thing is as pro lifers it's not enough to equip yourself with just arguments um if you are someone advocating for life i think it it helps to have contacts of people who will be ready to help with situations in crisis pregnancies i think we have a few you know uh, associations like saved pearl which works you know exclusively for crisis pregnancies to help mothers in crisis pregnancies and things like that and uh, we have garbhatriti who's uh, which is a 24/7 helpline for um crisis pregnancies and i think um, you know you must be having those contacts with you so that you might not just able to be speaking to them you might be actually able to offer help i know i have uh, elders in the jcc pro life ministry that i can reach out to in situations like this because as a student there is a limit to what i can do all i can offer is that compassion and prayer but if you are advocating for life i think it's very important to be having those contacts ready with you and i think um, another problem with indian society is when it comes to an unintended pregnancy there's a lot more problem outside it's not acceptable so i think there is you know a very uh, there is much importance in having to change that particular mentality and able to love and reach out to uh, uh, women mothers who are going through such hard times that's true it's beautiful so we link this the one the, the one which you spoke about resources are really really helpful you know we just sometimes yeah. we need to their practical help as well you know prayer and presence always matter but you know uh, resources yeah. are most important and so we link those uh, pages which you said in our descriptions and uh, you know anybody can check them out so now um what would your um, you know what would your feedback be for somebody who would like to join would be vocal about um you know the pro life um, ministry and how do you think that they could um you know speak the truth without fearing what do you think what what are some of the takeaways that you've had in your life to you know to be brave apart from king and you know do you want them to join ministry or things like that okay i think speaking up um, for life against abortion can be very scary like honestly i remember the first time i was doing it i did not want to do it like at all i was so scared even when i put up that particular speech um, it was for a pro life um, speech competition and i was freaking out i couldn't do the recording to it also properly it took me hours because i was very nervous of this whole thing going on a public platform and i think uh, one important thing is always pray and number two is saying your pro life and that you know the dignity of uh, life is not enough when you are putting out your views uh, saying you cannot abort because this is a human life is not enough you have to read up on the sources and educate yourself being ignorant is going not going to help uh, you know believing that you are on the right uh, side alone is not going to help you if you are going to make out a, a you know 
publicly say that you are pro life and abortion is wrong you must be able to explain your stance otherwise people are going to attack you and uh, next thing would always keep your always keep your cool it is sometimes hard to have a conversation on abortion you have people who will attack you from the other side and um, you know people who won't even listen to you um, there were so many instances where you have these people i mean i have a lot of friends you know replying to my um, instagram story or whatsapp post and some people they are really for life but some people they attack you they get so irritated and triggered and they just attack you so much and in such situations it is very important that you learn to keep your calm um that was something that took me a little time and again sen bernadet says this your job is um to inform and not to convince so once you have let out your stance and i think always pray for that person keep praying for the person you are having conversations with and pray that you do not make blunders you cannot say wrong facts and things like that then and also always keep praying and inform that person you don't have to be bent on convincing that person just inform them and yeah it takes courage it takes guts to speak out but the holy spirit will be there with you that is for sure yeah, absolutely so then um yes very very important points again shared and you know um keeping our cool <laughs> which is lose it so easily we definitely a very good prayer life could lead us to that right the holy spirit will yeah. help us um so it was what's next for your uh, art i mean what's next for your art journey and what do you plan been planning to do um and i mean our listeners slash viewers need to know this that rose does some amazing work and she's just being too modest here <laughs> so what's next for it rose have you planned anything out Oh yeah, Ruth is being very generous here. Oh. <laughs> for my art, I guess my art space has been dormant for a while now. Uh, I still do put up things occasionally, but I do really want to learn how to draw. Like I said, I'm very poor with the creative part of it and I am trying to work on that because I really want to draw for the Lord in a way, you know. I've had so many experiences with him that I can't just talk enough about and I want to let people you know know about those and art is a great way to do it I can draw what I mean the different ways I've encountered god but now you know I am not in a place to just imagine and draw everything out so I'm working on that and I am really hoping that very soon I'll be start I'll be putting up you know art uh, how god really speaks to me and how he's there with me so i really want to use this as um, a tool of evangelization i guess okay so one bible verse that keeps me going is proverbs 16:3 commit your work to the lord and your plans will be established um, and that's just so true because the moment you give everything to him the moment you start surrendering he takes you on a journey that you can not even imagine you have you have no idea about where you're going but you're not scared you're not anxious because he is there with you and yeah surrendering is just so beautiful it's scary it's a bumpy ride and he's but he's just going to take care of you and 
the holy spirit will be there and mama mary she is our queen go to best friend yeah all right thank you thank you so much rose that was a lovely lovely interview with you by at so much fun talking to you and it was beautiful to learn so much from you sometimes you know we have to rise above there and actually put action into it and we have so many god given talents that we can use to glorify the lord and you are such a big source of inspiration for all of us and you know to serve the lord in the, in the smallest way whatever with whatever we can and thank you so much for being with us on faith as it is and um so we will link your art page for everybody who has to check out those wonderful things that you've done there and um so we'll do just that and we'll end this yeah, thank with thank you so much Thank you so much. I mean, I am so happy to be here. This is been so such a blessed time. Thank you for having me. Likewise. And like I must say, you guys are doing an amazing job with this podcast, and you know, thank you reaching out to other people. Thank you, thank you so much. And um, so we land with um, Hail Mary. Mother Mary has been with us. Um, Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much, Rose, and um, also something for a little bit for our viewers slash listeners. Okay, <laughs> they are just listening; they won't be able to see my hoodie. So we got a cool hoodie for faith as it is with our logo, and we have Saint Joseph, our patron saint here. and you got the school uh, you know abbreviation of i and um so he got this through a friend charles and he has a e-commerce business called the reformist collection and anybody who wants to buy purchase or have your own customized hoodies can go check out his page we link that in the description as well and thank you so much for being such wonderful listeners slash uh, viewers <laughs> thank you so much for always being with us and like father max schmidt says um pray for us and we be praying for you guys and um also be sure to um thank you for sticking by for so long and be sure to like subscribe and comment on our video and so that we get more people to you know experience the lord through different different stories and lives So thank you so much and be sure to subscribe on the podcast as well you can get notifications when we release so thank you so much you guys thank you so much rose thank you bye bye have a good day okay.